friends. Welcome to 90 Day 3-Way. Although today we're a 90 Day 2-Way. Right, Kelly? It's just mm-hmm. you and me. We we're are. down a baby girl. Yes. Hi, Tamara. <laughs> we miss you wherever you are out there. Anyway, we are going to jump into this Happily Ever After episode. I think it was called Under Pressure. And let me tell you, I was feeling a little anxious watching some of these people, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get to it, though, quick reminder... We are on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at 90 Day 3-Way, and we are on TikTok, yeah, TikTok at 90 Day 3-Way, the podcast. So with that out of the way, um, Kelly, let's do this thing. I know. Let's do it, right? It's going to be a little different. So everyone, all our loyal listeners, (laughs) stay with us. It's just just a 90 day two way. But um, we, you know, we've got a lot going on. Life is life is getting in the way. So we're like, we want to just keep moving on. And um, we might have to, you know, we might have to do do this every once in a while, just depending on our schedule. So a warning life um, and football is getting in the way, at least for me. Exactly. Just exactly. Um, I do want to say we just got a message from Mike Husky. Hi, Mike. That um, he's going to be a grandfather for the third <gasps> time. Congratulations, Mike Husky. Congratulations, Mike Husky. That's I exciting. think. Um, I wonder what he'll name the baby. I don't know. Hmm. What's a good name? It's a boy or a girl. We don't know. We don't know. The so. great mysteries of the world. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> Mike. That's very exciting. Um, so. Um, I will say, so we weren't here last week, but so we'll kind of, you know, we'll mention what went on in the, you know, the previous week because it does lead in nicely to what we saw this last week. Um, I do think that um, I thought this episode was pretty good because I know we've been complaining that it's been kind of boring and it's the same old thing. And even though it was sort of variations on the same theme with every couple, I felt like it was elevated a little bit. It was. There was a lot of drama behind it. Like there was a lot of emotion and drama. And I got a little, like I said, I got a little anxious watching some of them. So yeah, they're stepping yeah. up their game a little bit. Yes, definitely. I definitely gave a few like thigh claps while I was watching because I was like, <laughs> oh my God. And I, I do that when I'm like, can't breathe when I'm watching. I like hit my leg. Um, so I definitely did that a few times during this episode. I make faces so. at the TV. Like I do that open mouth, like what? And yep. I just kind of stare at the screen. I'm like, what am I looking at? Yeah. And I think what we're seeing is just like the dysfunction is just exploding. Right. In all of these relationships. So um, I'm actually going to start with what I felt was the most dysfunctional. And that's Big Ed and Liz. And that (laughs) says a lot when Michael and Angela were also on the episode that I am saying that Ed and Liz were the most dysfunctional in this episode. (laughs) They kind of were, though. After what happened last week, like what the hell with these two? Yes. So they have their engagement party and Liz, you know, whatever. Liz, I don't even know. There was a woman who was talking to Liz and Ed felt that she, the woman looked very upset and it's the way a lover would look at someone that they were upset with. See, the thing is like we got that pink like screen with the text on it because I guess the cameras didn't catch it. So I don't know. We don't know what the fight was, but apparently it was close and she was touching Liz and yes, there was like a heated discussion. Yeah. Ed immediately goes over to Liz and asks her if she's a lesbian. Well, does he ask her that at home or does he ask her that at the restaurant? No, I think he asked her that in the restaurant. Like, I think he said, are you with this woman? Are you dating her? Yeah. And it's also like, Ed, not the time. No. Like you're like you're. And also, she's wasted. You can see she's wasted, which is fine. She's at her engagement party. She's having a good time. Now is, like, that's never a good time to have conversations like that. No. I mean, first of all, it's supposed to be a happy occasion. Second of all, if something does happen and someone's been having a lot to drink, the last thing you do is say, excuse me, are you in a relationship with that person who had their hand on you? Yes. Let me confront you about something. Yeah. No. Yes. So, you know, she storms off. She's drunk, you know, as hell. The producers kind of get involved and offer her a ride home. (laughs) I just Um, like that she's running across streets. Like every season has to have somebody running across the street into an alley. Like it's it's becoming a thing now with the show. Totally. Totally. Barefoot running through the streets (laughs) in her white dress, you know. Um, So she runs home. Ed comes home. And now... They just continue. They're a blowout. Yeah. She, well, the producers give her a ride. Yes. Because she's walking and she, the producer's like, can we just give you a ride? She's like, 
Yeah, they get. When was the phone call? When when was was that last week? I think it might have been last week's episode when he called her and she just left her phone because that was great when she just walked away. Yeah, she just left her phone. She's like, I don't want to listen to you, and just left her phone. Yeah, because I think that's how it ended. He was like, Liz. Yeah, Liz. (laughs) Well, the thing is, like, he's so worried about her because she's walking home alone and it's late at night and all this other stuff. So, like, she gets to the house and she walks in, and the first thing he says to her is, "You need to go to your grandmother's." I was like, "Whoa!" Yes. Like, what the hell? He treats her like a child. Yes. And she, I mean, she acted like a child. He treats her like a child. Yeah, it's a bad dynamic yeah. that these two have. Yes. And the way they fight is so dirty and so terrible. This was definitely one of those situations where I felt very anxious. Mm-hmm. It was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. And their name calling, they're mean. He's calling her fat. She's calling him fat. They're, you know, and I just love when Ed's like, well, you know, I don't work out as much as I should. And it's like, Ed, just just <laughs> own it. Like, not work out as much as I should is like, oh, I have like a little, I'm a little soft. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, Ed is a very overweight man. <laughs> like, that's more than I don't yeah. work out as much as I should. <laughs> yeah. And Liz isn't fat. Liz, you know, and I just, you know, his thing is, well, I, I mean, I did laugh when he said, I didn't call you fat. I just said, don't go to the gym and then eat nachos at 7-Eleven, which I was like, he brings up a good point, Liz. <laughs> he does bring Well, up. yeah, I mean, you know, the exercising gets the calories out so you don't put more calories in. But let the girl eat nachos if she wants to. Exactly. Like, why is he even commenting on that? I right. think is more the point, And I totally get that. Like, why are you even commenting on what she's eating or, you know, making her feel insecure about the way she looks? I mean, she's she's said that a few times this season, right? That Ed yes. makes her feel like he he shakes her confidence. Well, I think and I don't want to get too deep and analyze the psyche of Ed, but I think it's Ed projecting on her. Obviously, Ed has very low self-esteem about himself. And everything he's saying to her is how he feels about himself. He's like, yeah, I don't exercise as much as I should, but I'm eating nachos too and this, that, and the other. And, you know, and and I feel bad for Liz because as a person, I don't want, again, I don't want this to be a giant therapy session, but as somebody who has like, you know, some esteem, self-esteem issues about the way I look, like I was looking at her and I'm like, this girl looks fine. She's a cute kid. Mm -hmm. She's not fat. Let her, just let her be. Like, Ed, just, like, knock it off. And when you get to that point when you're fighting like that and you're getting mean and, like, saying mean things to one another, like, that's just not, it's not healthy. Yeah, and both of them. Like, she's like, you have a a small dick. (laughs) I mean, they just went there on everything. I mean, my God. Oof. I don't think I've ever gone there with anybody. Jesus. No, and then we find out that, you know, he doesn't really, because he asks her again, are you a lesbian? And this is the thing. Yes, I understand Ed sees her having this tense exchange with someone, whatever, right? I'm not saying Ed shouldn't ask, but wait maybe till the next day when you're not both drunk, when you've had a minute to think about it. You know what I mean? And then you can say, hey, I saw this. Who was that? What's this? You know what I mean? And then I just felt that he was so confrontational with her on the whole thing. Well, and also, I mean, I immediately thought of when he was with Rose because wasn't Rose bisexual? Yes. And he was very insecure about that. And I think yes. he might be, I just, I just, I don't trust him with that. I think he looks at every woman now and thinks, okay, well, they're probably either gay or bi. That's why they don't want to be with me kind of thing. Yes. I could be projecting on that onto Ed, excuse me. <clears throat> but that's immediately what I thought of. I was like, he's going through all the shit he went through with Rose because he completely outed Rose to everybody. I was like, Ed, it's not your job mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. that. Leave the kid alone. And like, so what if Liz is bi? She's not. She clearly was like, I'm not. She's like, I'm not a lesbian. Like, just that's not your place to just start accusing her of that. It almost sounded like he was accusing her of being a lesbian. He was 100% accusing her. And he said, you said last time we broke up that you were going to go, that you were going to be with women. And of course, that's not what she said. I can't remember exactly what she said, but he was twisting the words. And do you know what I mean? Yeah, she said something to the effect of like, you would make me want to go to be with a woman or something. Yes, yes. So it's clear. And I totally agree with Liz that it is his insecurity. He just, and he just, he treats her like a child. And the way he's sort of treats her is he gets you know just really aggressive with her 
and he controls her, you know, go to sleep, get out. I don't want to know. And then he's like, where's the ring? She's like, it's in some bush. So oh, she, th- <laughs> she threw the $13,000 ring, which he had to say like 10 times, you know, and then it turned into like, well, why didn't you use that money to give to your grandmother? It's like, so you want me to pawn the ring? Like it didn't really like make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> no, it didn't make a lot of sense at all all and he was just like he was doing this weird tirade thing like because she was kind of going at him too about controlling her and not letting her hang out with her friends and stuff and then ed said something like her friends were trashy Mm -hmm. i don't remember what brought that up and then i think she came back at him and she was like you know you said you wanted to sleep with alex and all this other stuff and i'm just like they're they're both very toxic human beings Mm -hmm. but i'm glad she threw the ring into a bush yeah that's They're it. extremely I mean, toxic. They should not be together. Um, that's not going to end. That's not going to end well. No, but I mean, what are the odds that next week they're going to be like cuddling on the couch, laughing with their puppies? Like, <laughs> you know I mean, how the show is. I know, I know. But I'm also like, do we, th- I don't know. They, they definitely, think. yeah, they definitely should not be together, you know, and it's the, the fight was terrible. It was, and she can do she can do a lot better. And he needs to be with somebody that that is not going to trigger him in ways that apparently Liz triggers him with his insecurities. Which yeah, you know, he I mean, needs we're all to... insecure about something. But my God, Ed, like let the girl live. Yes, and and like to have fights, like to have these extreme fights, mm-hmm. that that is not the good the sign of a good relationship. No, not at all. Especially when one of you is not completely sober. Yeah, and I he, I don't think he was either. I think he was just able to like be more controlled in it. I'm sure he had to be drinking at that party, right? Or is that sober? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know why I feel like I remember maybe Ed was sober, but he I might could totally be. be making that up. But it was something seeing them fight. So I just think yeah. after witnessing that, I never really thought they should be together, but after witnessing that, <laughs> really I think should. they should put that marriage on ice. So, um, okay, so that's Big Ed and Liz. Okay, let's move on now to Bilal and Shida. Oh, Bilal and Shida. Okay, so we're back in the whole thing of, well, not back, but we're continuing on in the journey of the baby, right? So she wants to have a baby. She got a phone call saying that her blood work came back. Didn't she get a phone call saying her blood work came back okay, but then they wanted her to come in? They, she got one of her test results was back. They were waiting on her egg count. Yes. Yes. So she had one test result. They were waiting on the other one. Okay. And the one test was fine. Like it was like, she's good. And then they needed the second one. So she was feeling somewhat positive. Right. Um, But now they go to the doctor. Did you notice when they were walking in, she was like, she was really nervous and I Mm -hmm. I could feel how nervous that she was. Mm -hmm. Did you notice that he didn't try to comfort her at all? A hundred percent when they were sitting in the chairs and she Mm -hmm. was like, I'm so nervous and she's shaking her leg and her Mm -hmm. hands on her. I also noticed they weren't sitting next to each other. They were sitting like at the corners. Yep. And he did not try to comfort her in any way, shape or form. I mean, look, this man has made it perfectly clear. I have zero interest in having a baby with you. And, and I'm not going to comfort you in your time of need. And I'm not even going to try to, like, I'm not going to even try to, um, you know, commiserate with you on this. No, like, I mean, he didn't put a hand out. Like, he didn't do anything. I was mad. I was mad yeah. for her. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, yeah, then they went in to see the doctor, the good doctor, yeah. this poor man. And they get, you know, they don't get great news. It's that... You know, her egg count is really low, then gives the wonderful statistics that, you know, women, say, near 40, um, their percentage to conceive gets lower and lower. The egg count drops. We start with like a million eggs. And now she I had only, no idea. I know. I didn't know that either. And now she only has, what was it, like 2.5% of her eggs or something? <laughs> I like think it's, so. Yeah, I think so. Like, Lord. Um, so for her to spontaneously get pregnant right? Mm-hmm. Um, they like they have to try. They essentially will have to be trying all the time. And then if she doesn't get pregnant within six months, they have to look at other options. And then this is when it becomes very, remember how we were like, well, they're not trying, but what are they doing? We find out they're using condoms. Yes. Yep. Yes. So we got the confirmation on that. Um, Bilal's not sorry. He's like, yep, we're, we're definitely not trying. We're absolutely not trying. Like that's all he kept saying. Like we are not trying. 
He's such an ass. Yes. And she is just, she's really, really upset. You know, and then he's playing dumb. This is really because of her advanced age? It's like, Bilal, did you just learn about women today? Like, this is not a new thing. We all know that at some point, women cannot, women reach a point where they cannot have children. Yeah, like, why do you think, you know, a lot of women who want to have kids, they start getting nervous when they reach 30? Because a lot of people think, well, if I'm 30, I'm not pregnant yet. It's going to get tougher and tougher and tougher. This, Shida is almost 40. I mean, it's not impossible for her to have a baby, but it's going to be a lot harder for her to do it. He knows this. He's not an idiot. Yes. Yes. Ugh. And it's not like, you know, in the olden days, women used to have their children really young, right? Like my mom had me when she was 36. And at that time, that was like crazy that a woman was that age having a baby. I mean, right. now it's very, very normal. You know what I mean? Exactly. But back in the day, I remember it was like, what? You know, yeah, but now. Like my mom was 28 when she had me. And she was mm -hmm. 32 when she had my brother. That's mm -hmm. unheard of back in the day. Yeah. So, but now women are having children later and later because they are waiting to get married. They're having careers. They're, you know, doing other stuff. And Bilal was acting like this was brand spanking new information to him. He's sitting there and he's thinking to himself, I am going to be getting out of this jam in two years and he's just going to wait it out. He's just going to wait it out because he's an ass. Mm -hmm. You know, but then... It just, it makes me wonder about this prenup thing, this contract that they have, you know? Well, he's hiding behind that. They're both hiding behind it. Because then yeah. she keeps saying, he, I have it in the contract that we will have a child by the time I'm 40. There is no way. I mean, I guess she could say he refused to not wear condoms, so he didn't even give it an opportunity, right? Yeah. So that's a violation of the prenup. Um, but I feel like he's just going to do that until he feels pretty confident that she won't be able to naturally get pregnant. Well, what if, because I think the doctor threw out the option of um, freezing her eggs. Like, mm -hmm. wouldn't they have to kind of do that quickly? Like, yes. Wouldn't that be something like they, they try for six months, allegedly, and then nothing happens. So then she freezes an egg and then, I mean, that's not cheap. It's not cheap. And also, how many eggs are they going to be able to harvest? She doesn't have that many eggs. Exactly. I mean, she doesn't the other have issue. You know, like two. She's got, she has more than one, like Angela. So Yes. 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 <laughs> but we don't, you know what I mean? But it's, she doesn't have a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, and Bilal is just not, I mean, Shida is visibly upset. She's, you know, she, it was obviously very upsetting news to her because even though the doctor's saying try in her head she's hearing oh my god I can't have kids that's what she's exactly. hearing and that's because all she upset. wants yeah and Bilal yes. sitting next to her just staring blankly ahead mm -hmm. like he had no expression on his face whatsoever yeah he put his hand over hers because mm -hmm. I think at this point he kind of had to because mm -hmm. she's right next to him but other than that like his entire expression I wouldn't have been surprised if he broke out into a smile yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he was thinking this is exactly what I was hoping the doctor would say. Yeah, he doesn't want kids. He And this is the thing, like, he should have said that to her initially yes. in this beginning of this relationship. She yes. knows her. He knows her age. He knows that she wants to have a family. So he's he's just, I don't, I just, ugh, another, this is another couple that doesn't need to be together. No, they shouldn't be together. And she's a pretty girl. She needs to just move on. You know, because he's not going to give her what she wants. I mean, maybe he will. Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, but he's not supportive of her. He's not, you know, and it's not good. Um, no, and Shia said it. If he doesn't go through with it, it's a deal breaker. So. Yeah. You know, they'll yeah. be signing some more paperwork. <laughs> and how old is she? She's 36. She's 37. 37. Yeah. I think she'll so. be 38 or maybe she's 38 now. I don't know when her birthday is, but she's 37 at the time of the recording. So. Yeah. You know, okay. I mean, she can get pregnant. All they have to do is she's going to just, when she's ovulating, just be like, all right, take the condom off. Let's try. Exactly. In a few days. You have a few days to try. So, I mean, it's not like it's one and done. You've got like a couple days in there. Mm -hmm. But it's getting him to do that. Oh, God. You know? He needs to. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Moving on. Let's, okay. So speaking <laughs> of, speaking of sex, let's move on to Jenny and Samit. Oh, I have many, many questions about them. My goodness. So many, this was a lot for me. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we mm -hmm. saw them last week. They went to a Kama Sutra yoga class, mm -hmm. which was a lot. 
to just fun. <laughs> see them getting into all their positions. Jenny was so wildly uncomfortable. She the like was. the models for the class who were like, you know, doing all the positions, you could tell that they were like, oh my God. Like they were like fighting back <laughs> laughter, like on when they were like on in the background, like on camera. Um, so, you know, Jenny is being, you know, very silly and Jenny feels, you know, she's 63 years old. She's done it all. She doesn't need anyone to tell her how to have sex. She knows what she's doing. She's good. Yeah, but Jenny, I'm just going to say you're never too old to throw some spice into the relationship. Yes. And I don't think Jenny was doing, you know what I mean? Like it's new. It's important to submit. But this is an example, right, of a couple where she knows that Submit wants to explore this. So she's open to it, even though she doesn't really want to do it and she's not comfortable. She's exploring it. She went. So this is an example of a couple that is at least trying. She's trying. She's, She's trying. doing a reverse cowgirl and all that. So, stuff, yes. So. so we find out the next day <laughs> when they're getting ready to leave that <laughs> submit. They went home from their yoga class and they were practicing the positions. Quote, unquote, practicing. Yes. And they were practicing reverse cowgirl, mm-hmm. which I hated that I knew that because then I like pictured Jenny and yep. Summit in I'm reverse cowgirl. Like, yes. Even though we had seen them do it in like their yoga clothes, but it's like now I'm picturing them like you know yeah and reverse cowgirl and jenny (laughs) what did she she dislocated his stomach well she broke his stomach (laughs) broke his stomach which i was very confused because i was like why is she sitting on his stomach but then he called it (laughs) i guess i mean because i thought about that too but i she probably just put too much weight down you know on his stomach yeah. Okay. I don't want to get graphic, but wouldn't most of her body be on his groin area? Yes, but Did what she if she went too hard back into back? I was gonna say if she went back. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, cause I could no, no, see I her. Can, I can see it. I could yeah. see her getting tired and like putting her weight down. Do you know what gotcha. I'm saying? Because you kind of have to keep your weight up a little bit. Yes. Like well, forward yeah, and up, you well, know? Yeah, because that's how, you, that's how it feels good. Yeah. So that's I feel point. like she probably like sat back on her butt. Do you know what I mean? On his stomach. Well, you know? Would... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm a very visual person. So like, like, does I that make sense? To sketch this out for me. Yeah, no, I totally can see it. Yeah, I can. But I, when he said it was like a naval displacement, I was like, Samantha. Which is a real thing. Is it really? Yes, it's a real thing. Okay. It, all right. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a real thing. So, and one of the things that happen as a result is diarrhea. I, what? Yes. Which Did is what he. Yes. Okay. Okay. So does this only happen to people who's. Navels or Audis, or does it happen to anybody? I don't know the answer to that question. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll I'll Google this in my own time. But when he said that, and that's what the the cause, you know, like the effect of it was, I was like, I I didn't look it up because I didn't really want to know that much. But now I'm very curious. And then they had to call a doctor, mm-hmm. or they had he, because he was in so much pain. Mm-hmm. Well, because um, she broke his stomach. So this is, let's see, navel displacement. It is the misalignment of navel and stomach muscles caused by activities. Um, hold on. Um, if anybody listening has had this happen to them, feel free to share your story. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Feel free. And it says the navel is displaced. Many problems arise inside the body. Diarrhea, pain in leg, abdomen pain, digestive disorders, indigestion, gas. That's fascinating. If this, yeah. Um, how to detect navel displacement. Oh. Um, I feel like I'm in biology class. Or anatomy, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a lot, but read it. It's a real thing. Okay, and I also that. loved when he said he was okay because they prayed. <laughs> they didn't actually treat him. They just prayed. They just and prayed now, over him? And now he's okay. Okay. But he didn't, so he said Jenny was a little too heavy. Well, she said, you're calling me fat. Are you calling me fat? He was like, no. Yeah, because he said she was a little heavy. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, she is tall. Like, she's bigger than him. Not, like, mass. Like, she's taller than him. She's bigger than him. So she probably is a little bit heavier than him. Yes. And then he said, it's just the matter that I'm skinny. You're not fat. I'm skinny. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make it sound any better. But okay. Yes. So now that we know that they tried a new sex position and then Sumet had terrible diarrhea afterward as a result, (laughs) um, they leave. Okay. The honeymoon is literally over. (laughs) Quite literally. (laughs) Yes. And they leave Rishikesh. And, um, you know, and all Jenny keeps saying is, now we have to go back to that old house. Now we have to go back to that old house. I mean, she clearly is not happy about having to go home. No, she was very whiny about that. I was like, Jenny. Yes. Yes. I've noticed that Jenny's become more whiny as like time Uh has gone on. Yeah. Um, So, you know, Sumit starts talking about his parents and he wants to, go see them they haven't talked to him they haven't checked in on him you know all that kind of stuff right so um and he's saying you know I I miss them I can't live without them like all of that kind of stuff and Jenny is getting upset well because he's still fixated on his parents which I mean I get it that's important to him Mm -hmm. but they don't they they just hold him they don't want to talk to him anymore and he keeps yeah, using yeah. Jenny, right? He says, mm-hmm. if I don't go see them, they're going to think it's because of you, and then they're going to hate you. And Jenny's just like, they already hate me. So exactly. what difference Jenny's does it Jenny's like, make? it is because of me, and they already can't stand me. So Yeah. So this Next. is the thing. Submit, if you want a relationship with your parents, which is fine, then just say, I want to have a relationship with my parents. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Just Don't it. blame her. Don't say, I should go see them because they'll think that you are telling me not to go, and then they'll hate you. Exactly. Don't blame her. No, it's not her fault. I mean, I'm sure she really doesn't want to see the parents anyway, but, you know. No, she has no, I mean, I'm sure Jenny would be happy if they liked her and they could all be one big happy family, you know. It's never going to happen. No, and I think, but the other issue is Jenny feels and that Submit chooses the parents over her, but, you know, it is his parents, so I understand he still wants a relationship with them, so they have to just figure out what that compromise is. I don't know. Their parents were, the, at least the mother was pretty definitive. She was like, it's her or me. So, so yeah, and I, choice. yeah. And I guess now who knows who Summit will choose after the naval displacement, right? Well, you want to choose the person who's not going to cause you diarrhea. Exactly. So now they go on their way home. They stop at a store, which did the man who opened the doors, was he holding a big gun? Oh, I don't know. I saw the man sitting down reading a paper, but I didn't see anybody holding a big gun. There was a guy who opened the door, and I think he had like a rifle over his shoulder, but I could totally be making that up. Anyway, so they go in, and they're looking around. They want to get some stuff for the house because the house is old, and they need things, you know, whatever. So they're looking at, um, and I forgot how terrible that house is. I mean, it's not a great house. I think Tamara refers to it as the trap house. So yes. And it is. Great. And I know Jenny thinks that she's a wonderful housekeeper and she is, you know, Miss Mary Homemaker. But Mm-mm. that house is a disaster. Oh, it's awful. Like they were looking at it. I mean, they did the flashback of when Samit's mom was like, you have stuff all over the counter. It was all the food and just spices yes. and everything. And Jenny's like, I don't want her putting it on my windowsill because I want to put plants there. I was like, Jenny, stop. Yeah, and cute little decorative just things. Stop. It's like, fine, you can, <laughs> but why don't you organize your spices and like close, like there was, everything was like open. Yeah. Like, so that does not, so now they're bu- they bought this chest, which doesn't really look like it belongs in a kitchen. It looked like a dresser for like a bedroom, but they bought this chest. I thought it was chest. a TV stand at first, like you put a TV in, but then I guess there were shelves in there. Oh, when so you, now they're going to use that. They can put cutlery and they're okay. going to like put shit in it. So all that means is now that's just going to be a mess. They're just going to exactly. load that up with everything and then the counters will be clean. Um, so then as they're <laughs> leaving, she really gets fixated on a vacuum. She wants a vacuum. And Sumit's not into it because, you know, why do you need a vacuum when we don't have carpets and we have brooms and mops? Dear Sumit, my entire house has hardwood floors. I have two vacuums. One yeah. upstairs, one downstairs. <laughs> and this is the thing. Ta-da! <laughs> Again, I, from what we have seen from the footage, the house does not look like it's the cleanest, right? No. However, 
it's also not 100% Jenny's responsibility to clean that house. But it is, according to Sumit. Yes, because that is an Indian housewife's responsibility. That's a thing that she has to do. Yes. Yes. Live up to his mother's standards. But then then he said the mother had a housekeeper. I know. I was like, well, you save that information to the end. Exactly. Buried the lead on that one. And Jenny's like, well, why don't I get a housekeeper then? (laughs) Good point. I mean, I thought the same thing. And then he said, you know, everyone will judge us if we get a vacuum and the house is still dirty. Listen, it, it can't be any more dirty than her trying to sweep it up with that weird broom that they have. That makes it even more dirty when she uses it. Yeah. Well, she also doesn't know how to sweep. I've never seen. You don't sweep (laughs) back. I'm doing it, but nobody can see me like back and forth really fast. Only in the cartoons. Only in Tom and Jerry. Exactly. You're just like, you're just pushing the shit in the air. You have to like sweep it in one direction. (laughs) Gather it all together. Put it. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a, it's not difficult, but there's a specific skill to sweeping. There is. And then Samit's other thing about not getting a vacuum was he was like, you know, sweeping with a broom gets, is more exercise. Yes. Yes. And I was like, this man has never used a vacuum as exercise using a vacuum. They're heavy. Or they can be. I'm just yes. I'm no, just and, it, and it is a lot of movement. You're still moving your arm and doing around. all that stuff. It's not like a it's not like a riding vacuum cleaner that you sit no. inside of it and you vacuum right. the house. It's you not know? like she wants one of those iRobot things that she presses a button and it goes around. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like I have. So. Um, no, exactly. Yeah, right? And it's just like, <laughs> but yeah, I just think, you know, and she's not happy. She's like, this is not what I thought this was going to be, you know? And it's like... Well, you married a 33-year-old who is still, you know, he's young. Mm-hmm. He's trying to figure it all out. Mm-hmm. And he still is very close to his parents, wants to have a relationship with them. And he wants a wife that's going to clean the house the Indian way. And not break his stomach. Mm-hmm. I think they both have expectations that they need to either talk to one another about them or just drop them. There's a lot of expectations going on between the two of them that I don't yes. think the other one understands what they are. Yes. So. Yes. And I'm, I love when I'm he team said. team housekeeper, so. Your <laughs> team housekeeper, what? Je- I said, I'm team housekeeper, so get the housekeeper, Jenny. Oh, totally. And I love when he said, you. she needs to forget American housekeeping. It's like, what? Why? Well, what is that? We're like, they're, like, we can look at houses. We can look at that house as Americans and say, she's not really doing a great job cleaning that house, is she? Yeah, because I wonder what her house looked like in San Diego if she's not sweeping this one. Yes. Well, it's probably out of vacuum. Kind of scary. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that is Jenny and Submit. That's it. Okay. Moving on. Let's move on to. I love it. Who? We're speed potting. Well, yeah. It feels like. Only only two of us. Um, Okay. So let's go on to Angela and Michael. Oh, Angela. So where we have left off is Angela, as we remember, was ripping apart Michael's car because she owns it because of in Nigeria, the wife owns the cars, owns the things, owns whatever the husband has. Right. So um, they can't get Michael to come out of the house. Renee's yelling. They're begging. Finally, Michael comes out with. um, Is that his friend? His friend, his brother, I can't remember. Um, And Michael's very upset. He's screaming. He's crying. He's like, you know, he's just not happy at all. Um, Screaming, get out out of my compound is what he was screaming. So uh, the producers kind of have to get involved. Like it becomes a thing, right? They have to like... So they have to separate them physically. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Because it was getting violent and Angela's boobs were out of her dress. You know, the whole thing. So they separate. And now we have come to the next morning. And Angela needs to work off some steam. So she she, all dressed up. So she gets all dressed up, jewelry, makeup, whatever, a sweater and goes to the gym where Renee is already there working out in in sandals all dressed up yes yes in sandals That's in slides right. yes <laughs> yep yes um so she's and this was like the most staged scene ever because no. what did An- angela got on the elliptical did a few minutes then she did two pound weights for a couple minutes and yeah. <laughs> they just kind of talked her and renee 
about Michael and what she's happened? done. Angela has decided she's done. She's leaving that night. She is going to, um, you know, she's pulling the K-1 visa. They're getting a divorce. It's done. Well, Angela was oddly, like, calm during yeah. this morning, too. She Even was. Speaking in the gym. She was. <laughs> and she's very emotional. Like, even in her, you know, her one-on-one interviews, she's very emotional. She keeps crying, right? I wonder why she's crying, though. Like, I always, I wonder. Like, every time she cries, I'm like, what are you crying for? Because part of me thinks that she lo- did the weight loss surgery and did all this stuff for Michael. Of course she did. So she could be younger and she could be, you know what I mean? And yeah. he's not into it. Well, she should have done it for herself. Exactly. I think Michael liked her the way she was. He probably did. You know, he didn't seem I think to be complaining. Yeah, I think he was and for whatever reason, it's just their relationship is kind of I mean they always had a crazy relationship, God knows, but yeah. um it's I I just think that she thought it was going to be different. And it's not. And I think she feels silly. Oh, she should never feel silly for improving her physical appearance. Mm-hmm. She's got to use it now to show him what he's going to be missing, which yes. is what she does. Yeah. So then she, Renee, they have a conversation. Renee convinces her, you, he's your husband. You need to talk to him. You need to give it one more chance, right? Like you need to go have a calm conversation. Why don't you meet him tonight and see what happens? So Angela agrees. Yeah, I mean, she did have a good point. She did tell Angela, you'll regret it if you leave because you're here right now. And if you go home, you're going to be like, I was there. Why didn't I talk to him? So I I was behind Renee on that. But like another thing with Renee was like, she doesn't condone the fighting, but she's like, but I get how Angela feels. I'm like, that still doesn't mean she should rip up his car. No, exactly. Not out there, Renee. Yeah, you can understand like why this is frustrating for her, but like you, the behavior, you can't condone the behavior. No, No, you know. Um. So, Mike. So they get ready to go, and Angela puts on you know a little backless number because she's like, I'm in a little bodysuit that was backless cut to her waist. You know, I'm gonna show him what he's missing. Yeah. Right. She gets all done up. Um. And now she goes and meets Michael. And she put her little ponytail in, which I was kind of obsessed watching her do that. But, mm-hmm. you know. Well, she goes to meet him and it's daytime. And then he shows up and it's nighttime, which that bothers me for continuity reasons. But I'll let it slide. Yeah. Like the sun was out and then she gets there and it's night. Yeah. Anyway. So <laughs> you can take the you can take the TV out of the, the girl out of the TV, but you can't take the TV out of the girl. I'm sorry. Yes. I didn't actually notice that, but yes, you're right. I totally noticed it. So now she orders some shots. She's getting ready. She was, yeah, she ordered them when he shows up, right? Yeah. She got like three vodka shots and a bottle of Heineken. I was like, that's an interesting order. Yeah. Okay. Because now she's ready to have the conversation. Um, And, you know, like with everything with Angela, it starts out okay enough. It's not like immediate screaming and immediate craziness, but it escalates very quickly. Well, they didn't say anything to one another. Like he sat there mm-hmm. and it was like this really weird, awkward silence. Mm-hmm. And then Angela does what Angela does. She just starts laying into him. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yes. He even said, are you going to let you want to talk? Let me talk. And then he starts. She starts yelling at him to put his phone in her bag. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just tip- it was just typical. It wasn't a conversation. It was Angela yelling at Michael. Yes. So that kind of bothered me. Actually, well, that bothered me a lot. I got mad. <laughs> well, <laughs> she shut up. She's not interested in what he has to say, right? Unless he's just going to say exactly what she's telling him to do, like take down your Instagram page and for him to say, yes, absolutely. Look at what I'm doing. I took down my Instagram page. Well, then, but if, if she's going to say that to him, then he should come right back at her and say, stop duetting with the original heartbreaker from Canada. Yes, and it sounds like in next week's episode, he does bring that up to her. Well, it's about time. Like, I saw the TikToks or whatever he says. Yeah, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, because it goes both ways. And Michael, you know, whatever. I don't, is Michael talking to women in DMs? Maybe, but like, I just think, like Michael said in like the very first episode, he just wants social media like everybody else like everyone in the world has social media he just wants he wants it to you know and And this is an example of insecurity Angela's insecure and she doesn't trust Michael 
I mean, aside from the blowjob that happened, has he done anything else? <laughs> um, not that we know of. Okay. I'm just curious. Because Angela seems to be accusing him of doing all these things and like, Maybe I'm just not paying attention close enough, but I don't see him doing anything. Not that I'm defending him, but, I mean, we don't really know. We just get her side of it, mm-hmm. like what he's doing. I mean, and then, of course, he comes on and he's like, I just, you know, I don't do anything. I don't go out with my friends. Uh, so, I mean, who the hell knows? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I'm sure being married to Angela is not an easy thing. <laughs> I'm sure even being- if it is, even if it is thousands of miles away from each other, I'm sure it's not an oh easy thing. Oh, my God. So, um, so, you know, she, of course, she stormed off. That was that. So we'll see what happens with Angela. Well, Michael. yeah, he gave her the phone. He wouldn't give her back her bag. And then she got mad. And then she just storms away. Like, they were, I don't I don't know. I really don't know what happened in this quote unquote conversation because it was just a lot of Angela yelling and Michael going, wait, wait, let me let me talk. Let me talk. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Mm hmm. I don't know, but I hope next week when they talk about the original Heartbreaker, something comes out of it. Like Angela starts to see that, hey, I'm accusing him of doing something that I'm actually doing. I mean, I don't know. Do we think she she will? No. Yeah. I don't think so. I think only if Renee were to bring it up to her, honestly. I think Renee is able to, like, reason with her. Mm. Um, is she? Or is Renee kind of like, I'm going to say what I think I need to say, but I'm going to enable her when I'm with her because I'm afraid of her. Mm. You know? Maybe. Maybe. She doesn't want to be on the receiving end of any of this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That is true. Um, Yeah. That's very, very true. Um, Okay. So moving on to Andre and Libby. Oh, this one. Hmm. I was a little stressed out for them. This was very stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, have you noticed when their scenes come on, it's like all of Andre's sub, like, um, chirons are just, everything Swearing. is a swear. Everything's a swear. <laughs> it's all asterisks. And I'm like, and I try to, it's all asterisks, and I try, or bleep. And I try mm-hmm. to figure it out because I'm like, is he literally saying fuck that many times? Because yeah, he's saying, yeah, he is. He puts fuck in places where it makes no sense. Yeah, he does. He says it. He says that a lot. He says bullshit. He says shit. Like I can kind of read his lips a little bit because he speaks so fast. But yeah, he's his his favorite word is definitely fuck. So like I think he put fuck in front of like waffle, and I was like, why? Yeah. Like I was like I don't even understand how that fits. <laughs> like I don't even I don't understand what happened. Why why are you mad at the waffle? Like do you know what I mean? It was just like it's weird. Because very, his very little weird. tiny cute daughter was going to put four eggs in it. And he was like, no. I was like, leave her alone. She's three. Yes. And he also swears so much in front of that kid, you know. He but does. Anyway, it's just kind of funny because I'm like, wow. Like every single word is is a swear. Um, anyway. It could have something to do with, I don't want to call out all Europeans, but I'm just saying it could have something to do with him being European. I notice when I'm with my European friends, they swear a lot. Yeah. Like a I mean, lot I, more than I do. Yeah, I mean, I swear a lot, too, but I've definitely, like, it's like every other word in a sentence for him yeah. is a swear, you know? It's kind of crazy. He really wants to get his point across. Yeah, like, they sh- one of the times when they were in the car, like, it was, like, the first word and then the last word, and everything in between was bleep and asterisks. Yeah. I was like, this is, like, Mad Libs. Like, what is he, what, what is Andre saying? Like, let's just fill in the blanks, you know? I love that like, Mad Libs with Andre. Yeah, and it's all swear words, and you just it get is. to, like, put in all different things, you know? Anyway. Um, okay, so they, so Andre in last week's episode got called to his lawyer's office, and um, he's supposed to be going, he has to go for an interview for his green card yes and the lawyer's like this is really unusual you've been here for so long like you're married you have a kid like it's kind of weird that they're making you do this like mm-hmm. why they're saying something mm-hmm. was in your file like did something happen in Moldova it's like is anybody out to get you blah 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 so now it has turned into obviously a moment of Libby's family like someone from Libby's family has gone to immigration and flagged him yeah, because the U.S. government wouldn't be able to find out anything about him on their own. It has to yeah. be Libby's family. No way. No way. <laughs> so this is where we have gone 
Okay. So now they have to go for their interview. It's Libby and Andre and they're nervous to go, you know, Mm -hmm. like, what are they going to ask us? What is it going to be? And then it's like, you know, and of course they were thinking in their head, like we have a kid, we have like, it should be fine. Right. Like clearly we're married. We've been together for a long time. They, you know, um, so we see them in the car they have, you know, it's a pretty stressful exchange, him trying to put his tie on in the car, you know, all of that. So why didn't he put his tie on at the house? I, That's I, what I was thinking. I don't know. And then I think she said she was going to help. I don't know. I don't know what she was doing. Yeah, it just um, was not good. But he was not happy with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we don't see them like they obviously can't bring cameras into the interview. Right. So we see them when they come out and it's not good. No, he looked really pissed, and Libby looked like she was going to start bawling any second. Yes, and I think he was sort of implying, well, I don't think he was implying, I think he said it, that Libby kind of messed up the interview. Oh, he totally um, said it. He's like, why did you Why did you not answer that question right? We, it was about how they met or where they yeah. met or something. And even her thing was so stupid. She's like, in fairness, <laughs> it was, you know, it could have been the first time we met on the phone or no, the first Libby, time we met no. in person. No. Listen, when I went for these interviews, and they're not really that stressful, honestly, when they asked, how did you meet? It was a very easy answer. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't say it was the first time we ever saw each other in person at a restaurant. We met on Match.com. Like, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's how you met. These two met at a bar in Ireland, didn't they? Yes. Okay, so then say that. Yes. How hard? I mean, I know. Let me go to the interview. Yeah. you'll be their proxy I'll I'll answer the questions yeah and then it's also like what was well what was the date and that was the other thing I guess she didn't know he's like how do I remember the date we met and you don't like how and that's when she's like well it was the first time we talked on the phone or was it the first time we met in person but this is the thing if you have all these dates in your head then you would say that you would say well the first time we talked on the phone was in April and then we met in person in December Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a very easy answer. And then it's very clear to the person. Oh, yeah, that is right. Because you you match this date and you've given me another piece of information that seems very natural. Mm -hmm. You know, and he's like, you kept giggling. He's like, and you kept giggling. And she's like, well, I was just trying to bring some levity. And he's like, but it's not like it's a serious thing. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. These people take their jobs very seriously when you go for these interviews for immigration and green cards. So, I mean, unless they initiate the laughter, you kind of mm-hmm. sit there and you're just like very polite and quiet unless you're answering a question. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So she was probably nervous. I picture I'm Libby sure. being the kind of person who when she's nervous, she laughs and she giggles and it starts to look like she's not taking something seriously. I'm sure she was nervous. It's like whenever I go into another country and I have to go through passport control, Mm -hmm. I get so nervous for no reason. I have nothing on my record. I'm just an American woman going to France. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) But I'm like so nervous that somehow there's something in there that I don't know about and like they're going to like attack me on my way through and like lock me up. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just we do have these moments of total irrational like fear or like nervousness oh, yeah. where you're just like, oh my God. Or like if when you're going through like customs and like, did you, do you have anything to declare? And you're just like, no, even though you don't, but you still feel like, you're like, well, oh I my- might have something in my bag. Yeah. Like what if there is something and I'm forgetting? <laughs> or what if I, right. you know, what if I did bring back a bunch of livestock and I don't remember? Do you exactly. know what I mean? So you get like really <laughs> irrationally nervous. So I kind of understand what Libby is saying. Like, you know, I mean, they kind of um, look at you like they're already expecting you to have done something wrong. Like when they like when you go through customs, they're like, are you here for business or pleasure? And you're just like, um, you kind of freeze. You're like, well, I'm on vacation. Mm-hmm. Like, But they're looking totally. at you like, really? Are you really yeah. here on vacation? How long are you going to be here? When are you leaving? Oh, my God. Yeah. And then they ask you where you've been. And I'm always like, yes. uh, and I can never remember. I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. So I understand that sometimes that can happen. Right. Yes. So I'm sure she was nervous and they were, you know, on the way there, like, what's my favorite color? It's like, I don't really think they ask you those kind of questions. I'm sure they, they don't ask-, ask you what your favorite color is. They don't ask you how many times you have sex every week. They don't yeah. ask you any of that. Yeah. They, they ask you just key moments about your relationship. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it didn't go well. (laughs) So they didn't, um, outright reject it, but they also did not approve it. Like we saw with Yara and Jovi, she got the approval, like right in her interview. Right. Right. Um, they did not. So Andre is 
pissed. Um, Libby is not really assuming responsibility, which I think was only making Andre more pissed. And then she was, you know, just saying things like, obviously, I'd go to Moldova with you, but like, I really wanted Ellie to grow up in the U.S. and Ellie won't know anyone in my family and blah, blah, blah. And like, so of course, that's just making him even more angry. Andre's like, good. They won't know your family. Yeah. I was like, oh boy, here we go. And Mm. so they're just kind of in this weird place where they're seriously thinking he might get deported. And then what does that mean for them? I don't think he's going to get deported, although I did like when he was kind of yelling at her and he was like, they probably could have called 1-800-IMMIGRATION or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I know he's really upset, but that just made me made me laugh. I don't know. Andre. Yeah. He's very I th- upset. I think he's going to be okay. I mean, if he hid anything about his, you know, employment, like his the reason why he got thrown off the police force. Like, there's stuff in his past that I don't know if he was upfront about when he filled out the stuff initially. So that could be it. Yeah, and we still don't know 100% what went on there, right? Like, they asked him at the wedding, and remember, they didn't they hire, like, an investigator to, like, try to get stuff in his past? Um, (laughs) And they uncovered that, but we still don't know what the... um, We still don't know the full story of what it was. Maybe immigration services found out. Maybe that's why they're going through all this. Who knows? Maybe Charlie called 1-800-IMMIGRATION. Well, exactly. Maybe somebody from the family did say something. I mean, we don't know, you know? So, But why would they do that? Like, that's not smart. And I think one of them said this. Like, why would her her own family want to get rid of him knowing full well that she's going to take Ellie and go? I know, but... Like, she's not going to stay. People are dumb. They are. Yeah. They are. Um, Okay, so we'll wait to see what happens there. Okay? All right. Moving on, I want to do Usman and Kimberly last. So let's just quickly do Yara and Jovi because they were pretty okay. quick this week. So yeah. Yara and Jovi, uh, Jovi's heading out to work. Um, he's leaving for however long he goes, what, four weeks or something like that? Three weeks or something. Um, three weeks. Um, so he's leaving for work. Jovi, Jovi begs her again, please do not leave. I also love how they don't know yet if she'd be going to Czech Republic. Like he's like, please don't go to Czech Republic while I'm gone. Like wait, wait till I'm back. <laughs> It's like Just she'd wait. have to she'd have to leave like within three weeks. She You know, anyway. Um, so he's like, please wait until I'm back. Please don't go. Um, and she agrees. Fine. You know, and he says, you know, like, you know, I understand she's going through a lot. She's scared. She really wants to see her family. But just wait. I don't want you to do that trip without me. You know, I don't blame trip. him. I mean, you know, that's, yeah. he, she's taking Mila. He He's her father. I think they should all go as a family. So, yeah, I don't blame yeah. him. I totally agree. Yeah. So now they're going to go see Miss Gwen. This is the first time oh, she has seen Gwen since the boat where they had a really awkward kind of talk about the problems <laughs> that they were having. But she's excited. She loves Mrs. Gwen, blah, 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 blah. So they take Myla and that little girl. Oh, my God. So I mean, pissed. She oh was my so God. mad. When the woman was like, <laughs> look at you painting. She looked at that woman like, I am going to kill you. You shut your mouth. I mean, she if we at- could have put a bubble over that kid's head, it would have said, you shut your mouth. All I could think of was that old movie Firestarter with Drew, um, yes. excuse me, Drew Barrymore and yes. how she would look at somebody and they'd burst into flame. I half expected that to happen. Yes. She, she looked at, at that. I mean, she was so pissed. Like, she's just like, so mad. don't talk to me about my painting. Like, she's just like, don't talk to me. So <laughs> that kid's just pissed all the time. Right. Oh, man, so yeah. anyway, Yara tells Gwen, I'm going to go to Czech Republic and see my mom. Yeah. She says she's going to get her green card any day. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she gets it, she's getting on a plane. Yes. Bye, Mrs. Gwen. And Gwen, you know, is like, oh, wow, okay. You know, and then she's like, well, you're going to keep Milo with me, though, right? And then Yara's like, no. Um, You know, and Gwen wasn't happy. And, like, I in this instance, I will say I kind of saw both sides, right? Because Yara's yeah. like, well, her, my mother's never even met her. Like, I want her to meet her other grandmother. I want, you know, and Gwen's point is, I mean, Gwen was going to the extreme of, like, you shouldn't go to Europe at all because of the... Right. War. I understand Czech Republic is closer, you know, but um, but you know, Yara was just trying to say like it's safe. It's totally fine for me to go. I'm not, you know, not going to Ukraine. I mean, she's not going to Kiev. She's going to yeah, you know, Czech Republic. So so you know, Gwen just was not happy. So they kind of had a little chat about that, and 
you know, Yara was like, you're being kind of selfish. <laughs> like, you know, cause my, my mom needs to see her too. And this isn't, you know, so, um, so that was kind of their thing, right? Yeah. And I think Yara's other point was, you know, when Jovi travels for work, what does it matter where she is? Yes. You know? Like she, and she, I think she obviously would rather be home or with her family somewhere than being alone in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And I get that, but I don't know. I think she'll yeah. be okay going. Yeah, I, I think she'll be fine. And we see that they do go, um, you know, and they're trying to build the drama of like, will Yara want to stay in Czech Republic? I, I think Yara wants to be in America. So um, I think Yara wants to be in America too, but I think she wants to do like part-time here, part-time there. Because with a green card, she can yeah, I think she wants to travel more. I think she wants more freedom, which is totally yeah. fair to go see her family, see her friends. Yeah. Like, you know, I think she wants Mila to have a European influence, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So um, I think that's all really important. But I think mm-hmm. I think Dara likes living in America, you know. So, um, so yeah, so they go. We'll see what happens next week. Um, okay. Finally, Bye. Kimberly and Usman. So I found this, this one, this was the section that I found the hardest to watch. <laughs> it's just. Yeah. There was a lot of serious judgmental faces in that room that. Yes. I oh, mean. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. I mean, his mother and Mila, like they could, they Whew. could, they could go toe to toe, you know? So. They could. But before we get there, we have to do the cow. Yes. Okay. So now they're going to go. So they're, so she's going to meet his mom. Right. And we all know that this is the decision. Like if the mom says no, it cannot happen. Now we already saw this happen with Lisa. Mm-hmm. Cause didn't Lisa bring a goat? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Everyone bring, yes. Yeah. Yeah. She did because they referenced that later, but yeah. 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 yeah I think Lisa bought a goat and I think they went goat shopping. Right. So yep. now Kimberly's going to do even better. She's going to bring a cow. So now they go cow shopping. I would like and, to go cow shopping. And it was, you know, and, and Kimberly's like, oh, I just, it's, they're so cute. And I just, you know, she's like, I just, whenever I see animals, I just think of them as pets. Like, you I know, and, and Usman's just like, no, this is like serious, whatever. So they're trying to figure out. So then the two men that work there come over and one of them looks like, I don't, it looked like um the hyenas from... Um, the Lion, Lion King? King, yeah, and the one that was like was Ed, you know, the one that just kind of stands. Banzai and Ed, yes, and so the the leading the leader, he's like, this is the first time I've ever seen a white woman in my life. Like he was just like, I've I never thought I would ever see a white woman here trying to buy a cow. Buy a cow? Yeah, he was in shock. He was. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Uh, it was really good. So, you know, what kind of cow should she get? You know, you know, in the middle of the road, nothing too expensive, blah, 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 blah. So now she gets a cow for about $400. I mean, I don't know the price of cows these days, but that doesn't seem too bad. No. And, you know, and it's very nice because obviously that's, they can drink the milk, they can eat it, they can, you know, whatever. There's a lot they can can do. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot they can do with the cow. Um, so Kimberly is trying to be, you know, go above and beyond and impress them. I think she's trying to, yeah, I think she's trying to impress them, be respectful, say, I'm coming into your home. Here's a gift. Thank you for having me. Like, you know, she's she's going at all angles. Yes. And she's super nervous, but she's, you know, she's trying to, she still has hope. She loves Usman. She's hoping she can win them over. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... They get there, she's got her new green shirt on, and now she has, he's going to help her put the the thing on, the... Um, oh, on her head. The veil, or the, Excuse what's it me. called? Is it a veil? No. I don't know. Um, But, of course, I was like, Usman, he didn't, like, put, he didn't cover her head all the way. It was, like, just covering the back of her head. I was like, he didn't put it on. Like, she no. ended up, like, fixing it when she got inside because it fell off when she went inside. She ended up fixing it. But, you know, he got her all ready, wrapped her up in the um, scarf and whatever. And, you oh, know. Wait a minute. Wait. We know yeah. we skipped something. I'm sorry. Oh, which part? We skipped when, when they met with his friend, Farouk. Why don't I remember that? I think because it was really brief. It was brief, but it was kind of important. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Because they met with him, and apparently he told her what Usman didn't tell her when he was had already met his mom, that his mother doesn't like her. Oh. But yeah. she never met him, right? She never met the mother. 
she's never met the mother so why does the mother why doesn't the mother like her because she's because kimberly is another older american white woman who's not going to give her any grandchildren okay gotcha so there's that so now she has that stress added how did kimberly respond to that um she became a little stressed okay Okay. Yeah, because yeah. she says, other than fighting in Desert Storm, this was like the most stressful moment of her life or something. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I just um, want to throw that in there. No, no. That's a good one. Thank you. I have no recollection of that. That's so okay. I don't know why I remember that, but I did. So they go in the house and it is like now, it's like record scratch when they walk Ooh, in. Yeah. You know, so the brothers are there, the mother, the sister, and then Usman and Kimberly. Mm-hmm. And the older brother is there who we've met before. We've met him a few times. Um, yes. He's the oldest brother. He's like the father. Then there is the brother who is closest in age to Usman. And apparently they fight a lot and they're very competitive. Mm-hmm. The mother who just does not have one freaking minute for any of this. Like she is just like, when is this boy going to stop doing this shit to me? You know? Um, and the old and the sister, the older sister. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, Kimberly, you know, she's trying to be. And the thing with Kimberly is, and she kind of said this, she's just being her. Mm-hmm. You know, like she just walks in and she's like, hello. Like she's not trying to be different. She's not trying to, you know, she's just being Kimberly. She's being her. She doesn't know who else to be. You know, yes. I mean, that's it. She's herself. Yes. So they're all talking and they all start talking and they just... No one's into it. No one's even giving them an opportunity to discuss. They're not giving Kimberly an opportunity to talk so they can get to know her. I mean, nothing. No, they're just saying she's too old. They're all just going around saying, yeah, she's too old. Definitely yes. too old. Too and the old. mother, like, oh if you notice, the mother never looked in their direction. She oh, just no, kept no, no. her gaze on the brothers. The yeah. mother just had, again, I mean, you could just see that she was just like, no, he's not doing this again. You know? And she yeah. said, he already married an older white woman. They got separated. They couldn't have a kid. I want kids. Why isn't he just, she's like, I can go get him a girl right now mm-hmm. to be with. Why is he doing this? Because Usman wants to be an international rap star. He does. And he also didn't on last week's episode, wasn't he like, I'm the most famous person from my village or something. And that's why like he gets the star treatment Mm because not, there's no other global superstars from his village or something. No. Yeah. Because he gets the, he gets that five star treatment when they went to the hotel and all that stuff from the airport. He should say that to his mother. Be like, Ma, don't you know who I am? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Kind of Um, a big deal. Yeah, even global superstars have to listen to their mamas, right? So he's just like, so it's not, it's just not going well. And the brother finally just cuts to the chase and he's like, yeah, we're not going to be able, this isn't going to work. Like this time around, (laughs) we're we're not going to be able to give you our blessing. And the best part is like when that happens, then somebody knocks on the door. Yeah, so then they knock on the door. And Usman's like, no, 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 let me, let me get that, right? Because it's like not the right time for this. And then there's the poor cow. That poor animal. The cow didn't do anything. So now this has the opposite effect on the family. They're like, oh, they're trying to bribe us with a cow? Is that what they think? Like they think they can give us a cow and we're just going to say yes? Mm -hmm. And I think that's when they reference the goat. For the last time, they were like cows, goats. Why? Yeah. Think they can <laughs> yeah. Like, and oh, they Jesus. were just like, she's ugly. I mean, they oh, were just they were going, going in. and she's just sitting there <laughs> with this scarf on. And now Kim's getting pissed because though she can't understand what they're saying, but she knows it's not good. Right. Like right. there's no smiles and like nods. Do you know what uh, I mean? It's like everyone's kind of yelling. No one's looking at each other. Usman's visibly upset. You can pretty much read the cues. Right. And she yeah. just keeps saying, can I speak? Excuse me. Can I say something? And they are just completely ignoring her. They're like, no. Yeah. I mean, they, <laughs> they were totally like, oh, God, goats, cows. What? Like, they're just they're just not having it. This is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> And I think it was the sister who said something like, may God take this woman away from us. Yes. Like yes. Like, oh, she wow. absolutely did. She absolutely <laughs> did. And the brother was like, why do you keep bringing these women to us? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you, Usman? Tell them. Like, Tell them. why Tell do you reason. keep mar- And that's what the mother was saying. Like, why is he going for these older white 
American women. Like, why isn't he just marrying a woman from here? They'll give him children. It will. Do you know what I mean? Um, but then he kind of threatens Kimberly with that, too. He's like, I have all these girls in my DMs and this, that and the other thing. And I'm like, dude, just tell everybody why you're doing this. Just tell them because you want to be international superstar. And she yes, but just say it. What I was wondering is, why doesn't he go for younger Americans? But do you think he goes for older Americans because he thinks they have money? Probably, because they're more established financially. Yeah. 30-year-old... I, mean, I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of 30-year-old American women that have a good bank account. But I mean, you know, yeah. they're not going to go for him. And they're just like, the older women might be a little more desperate or something. So they're Definitely like excited. Definitely more desperate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Kimberly just you know, is sitting there. No one will let her talk. And that's just kind of how it ended. It was very uncomfortable. I felt bad for her. I really did. I felt I really, really bad did. for her because the things they were saying were mean. They were mean. Yes. Kind of like Ed and Liz mean, but at least they understood what they were saying. Kimberly's just yes. sitting there and they're all like, she's old, she's ugly, she's this. I was like, oh. Yes. I just love the mother was just like, I am too old for this boy mm-hmm. to be doing this to me. Because then they said she's old and Usman said it's only 18 years and they said that is a mother and child. Yeah, she could be your mom and she could. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure they have start having kids really early. Do you know what I mean? So she's like, it's, you know, so Usman was trying and they're just not. Everybody tried, but it didn't work. Everybody tried and it did not work out for them. So <laughs> that was what, that's what's happened. That is what happened with Kimberly and Usman. Yeah. Um, is that everybody? I believe that's everybody. We did not have, who did we not have this week? I feel like we had all the couples. Did we have everybody? I think we had all the couples because Jovi and Yara Jovi just and Yara had that one little thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, Bilal and Shida were short too. Yeah, I think... Like- I do think we had everybody this week. We did. Oh, that was a lot. Yeah. Under so, pressure indeed. A lot happened. Yeah. So mm-hmm. next week we see that Yara goes to Czech Republic with Jovi and Myla. Um, Bilal and Shida had something. Um, I can't remember who else we saw. It was a pretty long preview though. I feel like Ed um, and Liz were Smith in it. Smith goes to see his family or something mm-hmm. and then obviously Angela and Michael talk about the TikTok guy oh yeah that's right they talk about TikTok yeah 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 and so Liz and Ed are just still being rude to one another so there's yeah, that yeah shocking um <laughs> yeah I think that's so it. that's it Woo-hoo. I think us. we covered everybody we did it so we did it yes it was still still pretty long um kind of long longer than usual even just with two of us but um hopefully Hopefully we did okay. We definitely missed Tamara's uh, back it up and she's got to do her <laughs> look checks and everything else. So we definitely missed that. But we did. Um, hopefully, yeah. hopefully we were able to carry it without her. So I think so. I think we did okay. You know, okay. For the two yeah. of us. I think exactly. We did okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I think that's it. You good, Lynn? I'm good. All right. Well, then we will see y'all next week. Yay. Bye. Bye.